Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, the founder of Soul Language and the business of soul. And this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. Today, I'm talking to Andrea Donnelly, and we're talking about how to create magic and miracles. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She has over 20 years of experience in all things energy, using light language, speed codes, and the Akasha records to clear intergenerational trauma, illness, and pain so that her clients can align with their highest timeline and new levels of clarity, success, and abundance. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm Uh, very excited about this. Yay. So my first question I ask everyone is, what is your soul shared with you throughout your journey? My soul has been sharing things with me since essentially day one. Mm -hmm. Um, I was born a very clear and open channel. I've talked to my guides since I was a baby and the, one of the most like potent and I, I count my higher self and my future self in my team of guardianship. So when I, one of the most powerful moments that I've ever had, which was when I was around five years old. I was watching a Sesame Street movie called Donate the Pictures and they get trapped in the Met overnight. The Met I remember Museum the, of Art. Yeah. 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 Yes. I read yes. the book. There was a yeah. book about it. It was. Oh, book. there was a book about. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Um, yes. So so they they're helping that the soul of this Egyptian boy who's been trapped on earth for 4,000 years. It's so metaphysical also. His parents have already gone home to the stars and he's trying to figure out there. The Muppets are helping reunite them. And I distinctly, I was sitting there and I was watching it and I had had a lot of, my dad had passed away when I was three. There had been a lot of just like complex intergenerational trauma stuff in my family. And So I'm sitting there, I'm watching this movie and my guides who talked with me very clearly from the time I was born said they got to a point where um, they're shown the scales of justice and they basically learn that in order to move forward, you have to keep your heart as light as a feather. And my guides said, that's what you have to do. No matter what happens to you over the course of your life, that is the that is what you were born to do was find a way to be able to keep your heart as light as a feather, no matter what is happening around you. And I've never forgotten that it was so, it was so big. And to me, that's really the point of everything I do. It's, you know, it's the point of my work. It's what makes me such a powerful spiritual mentor and ascension activator with the, you know, the people that I now contribute to their own awakening. And it gives me a really intriguing perspective, especially because I do a lot of now I do a lot of like intuitive business coaching and helping people to really integrate into new levels of wealth and health. And it is amazing. The more, you know, we're all humans. It's not going to be perfect. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am certainly very human and have made a lot of very goofy, you know, I, I've, I've had a time, but I also never forgot those things. And I always trusted my guides when they would say things like that to me, because even when I was in a very, I had a lot of very rocky years. You know, I have often referred to the first 40 years of my life as, um, as a, just a, you know, sort of one long meta dark night of the soul. And so things on the one hand were not easy for me for a very long time for just a multitude of reasons. But I was also always very held in this vibration of miracles because of who my soul is, because of what I incarnated to do, and because of this phenomenal team of multidimensional guidance that I work with and channel. And so I was always able to like basically circle back to that. And it changed my life. So you mentioned miracles. So I want to, I want to start there because I think that's important. You know, I believe that every miracles are all around us. They're happening all the time. And I think most of us are just don't participate them in fully. And I also believe that we are just our central nature, which, uh, you know, people refer to as magic, right? That's that connection between you and everything on this planet, that divinity, but how do we move more into our magic? How do we experience more of our miracles besides being, you know, and I love that being, you know, allowing your heart to be light as a feather, because that also means like, it's a great way to see that. It's like, do I want to add this to my heart or do I want to continue for it to be light as a feather? Besides that, even technique and kind of guideline, how do we move more into our own magic so we can experience more miracles. The thing that I consistently see um, both from my own anecdotal research about my own life and also with the, the clients that I work with is that the more we can lean into, I call it your energetic bag of rocks, right? We've all got stuff. We've, some of us have big T trauma. Some of us have little T trauma. It all feels really heavy. And one of the things that I see over and over again is the more we can do to shed that bag of rocks. And that bag of rocks is, is really, it can be so hot and heavy and it basically cle it clouds our ability. The way that I see it from, and like hear it and feel it from an energetic perspective is that it almost creates like you, so you've got this big bag of rocks with you, right? Which is the intergenerational trauma. A lot of times that stuff is also so complicated because it's not even yours. It's stuff that you've inherited from your ancestors and from past lives and things. And then on top of all that, you've also got everything that's happened to you in this life. And so that bag of rocks can get really heavy. And the more you can clear that, the more you can show up for yourself, the more that you can, you know, embody a spiritual practice, hire mentors who can help you unlock that inner light, the more room you make by clearing all of that to integrate into that frequency of magic and miracles. And it's not that that stuff isn't you. You made a beautiful point, which is those things are already happening. 
every person alive has a really profound, powerful team of spiritual guidance. And it's not that people aren't getting the guidance, that they're not being always led towards the magic and the miracles. It's that when you have not actually shown up and really consciously worked to hear and integrate into that, it can get complicated. And it's almost like a frequency distortion where like you're getting the guidance, you're, you know, everyone's guides are talking to them all the time. And it's just a matter of you essentially aligning so that you can, first of all, start to acknowledge that every single thing that happens in your life, no matter how crazy it feels, happens within for you. And there are reasons why we experience even the hardest things. And when you start to shift your perspective, it really does align you into this level of synchronicity, miracles, you you know, we can put all kinds of different human words to it. But the more you can just start to like trust and basically believe, it makes it so that you start to be like, oh, you know what, there is like, there, once you start to embody that and then you start to move through your life from that lens of everything is happening within for me and you start to basically like count patterns or participate in like a greater level of pattern recognition, we re- most people start to realize that they have always been in that field and it's really about them owning it. Okay, so can you give us a down and dirty quick tip? That helps people remember that and tune into that and acknowledge, you know, I always say, you know, my clients aren't moving the boulders. They're moving one, you know, pebble from one side of the beach, which is unconscious to the conscious and pebbles are really hard, especially, you know, if you're there in your shoe, you know, they're sometimes hard to kind of find uh, and identify. Can you provide like a down and dirty kind of practice that people can do to start taking those bags, those rocks out of their bag? Yeah. Yeah. I think really finding a spiritual practice that works for you is one of the most, if not the most important ways to do that. So that, you know, is certainly good for anyone, no matter where they are on the journey, but the more you can start to lean into carving out quiet time, whatever that looks like. Maybe you sit in traditional meditation. Maybe you do, you know, you go on a walk every day or you learn how to cook or there are a lot of different ways. I'm, I'm very much a person who like loves for people to really experiment um, and find what works for them. And so the more you do that, where you carve out time to really just be in deep self-care, even if it's for five minutes a day, right? Like people get so busy. And I know that the experience of being human is is a lot. And it can be hard to feel like you have the time to do that. But the more you do that, and I loved that, the pebble, it makes me think of the princess and the pea, Mm. um, where, you know, there's just this one tiny little thing that's like causing all this agitation. And we are, we are, we are a lot more sensitive than we understand. Um, And so the more you can do that work where you dial in, you give yourself room to breathe, you give yourself room to do some sort of meditative spiritual practice, prayer, you know, whatever it is that you do, it starts to make it too, so that you are lightening that load. And like I said, that the interference that is basically coming from all of that stuff makes it just, it starts to, it starts to essentially disappear. And then the cloud 
around us that makes it harder to be able to stay present just disappears. And then your everything starts to change, right? Like I, I'm 43 years old. I have unlocked what I always call like a fountain of youth in some ways. Like I, my, my body is just so present and I feel like I possess this really dynamic inner glow. And it's really, it's really because of the spiritual practice that I've embodied all these years. And it, and it does, it changes things. And, and I also really en- encourage people to just have like, again, to just have fun and really play with this stuff. Like I channel light language. And I have a really amazing um, complimentary channel that I did a couple of years ago that anyone who is interested can um, reach out to me and sign up for that. And it's, it's the, the way that it works is it clears your ancestral trauma and then it literally connects you into that field of magic and miracles. It's called a magic and miracles activation, um, which is exactly what you and I are talking about. And it is, it's just, it's amazing. The more we can kind of get out of that, like human, the, the brain that may, that questions everything. Our brains are beautiful. I love our brains, but we also need at this point, there's enough evidence from where I stand that shows that spirituality is real, that we do have these really interconnected energetic fields. And so it's more an issue of us like starting to just trust that instead of questioning ourselves to death. Yeah. You know, and for those people that are renegades, do not, you know, judge yourself if, you know, sitting and meditating doesn't work for you, especially if you have warrior energy. Sometimes you have to connect in movement as well. And, you know, you also can get and do the lampshade. So, you know, if you do the sacred practice enough, you might learn because as the consciousness grows, so does the ego, right? So you might learn how to outsmart yourself. So don't be afraid to keep switching and trying, being consistent about your practice, but you don't have to do the same thing every day. The point of the practice is to connect and really have that kind of time with yourself and the divine. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So as we're wrapping up, uh, how do people get in touch with you? Um, they can find me through my website, which is we are here to remember.com. It's the number two. And, um, I am very active on Instagram at C witchery. Um, so it's C witch with an ERY at the end of it. And if you just go to my website, you can scroll down to the bottom. You can sign up for that magic miracles activation. It's really fun. It's a channeled light language healing, which if, um, you've never experienced light language, it is, it's really profound, really powerful. My guides always say it's one of the hottest and most potent types of medicine that we have available at this point. Thank you. And so if you were a magnet and whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? My magnet would say something that my guy, I'm laughing because my guides say this to me all the time and have said this to me for years. And now you're making me want to go like literally turn it into a magnet. <laughs> um, if it is this, it is that you are your rainy day fund. And yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's so potent because at the end of the day, one of the things that I feel like we're really dismantling as a society is that we've been taught for so long to always look outside of ourselves. And 
it's really right now to me that what the great awakening is about is embodying that truth, which is that we are our rainy day funds. We are the ones who create the magic and miracles. We are the ones who captain the ship of our life. So I love it. And I love that question. Um, <laughs> thank you. You're so welcome. Well, thanks so much for participating in today's podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. That was, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone listening. I, I really, I, I love talking. I love sharing my story. So this is always really fun. Beautiful. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answer by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free uh, empath tool at soullanguage.us. Oh, nope, that's not the right address. It's uh, https colon forward slash forward slash bit period ly forward slash three x capital V capital X capital X and N. And of course, that will be in the show notes. Thanks, everyone. And don't forget to review, like, share, but most importantly, reach out to these guests because they're amazing. And I'm positive that you will not uh, be sorry. So thanks again. And bye for now. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.